Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness. Steve Sparky, Fiverr with you. And as you can well imagine, we're going to talk some Green Bay Packer football here. Plus, I'll give you the opportunity to hear from Adrian Amos, who talked uh, right after Devontae Adams. He had some interesting things to say about the NFL policy on uh, players getting vaccines and so forth. Uh, So we'll do that before we get out of here uh, at 3 o'clock. And then Tim Allen today uh, filling in for Rami Makhlouf. Last day of vacation for Rami. He'll be back uh, tomorrow. He's missed quite a bit. Uh, He'll be back tomorrow uh, on his show with Tim filling in today from three to six. And of course, beyond uh, tonight, uh, Pella windows and doors, Wisconsin post game show after brewers and pirates uh, driven by great lakes, drag away down in beautiful union Grove. So Aaron Rodgers uh, talked earlier today and I'm just going to play a couple of these clips. If you missed it, uh, or if you're not on social media and you didn't see what he said via social media and you weren't listening to the big show when we were uh, carrying it live. Uh, here, here's a couple of things I want you to hear. First off, when we talk about, uh, this whole deal of uh, Aaron Rodgers and and what he really wants uh, at the end of the day. Here is some of what he said. And then the other part uh, in in February was wanting to be a part of conversations involving free agents, uh, which has never happened in my career. Um, You know, I've I've trained with a number of NFL guys most of my career in the off-seasons. Um, my agency at the first has had a number of high draft picks over the years. Uh, I've tried to pass along information. Um, hasn't really been uh, used, shall we say, 
Um, so I wanted to offer my services as a recruiter, you know, uh, and I think we can all understand, you know, Green Bay isn't, a, uh, you know, a huge vacation destination. People are coming here to play with me, uh, to play with our team and, and knowing that they can win a championship here. All right. So there you go. So Roger's saying pretty much guys want to play with me. I could be getting you guys, but you're not letting me help you get guys and not bringing me in on the conversations of who we should get in free agency or who you want to get in free agency or who I want to get in free agency and wants to be a part of that. Then, of course, the Randall Cobb deal comes up. Now, to my knowledge, and Dan Plucker, executive producer, could tell me if I'm wrong, I don't believe that Randall Cobb trade is official yet or the details of the trade uh, is official yet. So we still don't know what draft pick they're giving up or player or whatever the case may be. We don't know uh, the numbers that go along with it, but... Everybody was talking like the deal was pretty much done without saying that it's officially done. So Aaron Rodgers was talked to, asked about Randall Cobb coming in. Well, look, I'm really excited. Randall's coming back. Uh, he's obviously a dear friend and a guy I still believe in that can really play. He falls into that category that I mentioned earlier of guys who left here, um, who are high character guys. Um, it's the desire that I've talked about before to finish as a Packer. That's always been really important to me. And it's important to those guys as well. The guys I mentioned, I talked to the majority of them this offseason because I wanted to hear their experience and how they felt leaving the team and the way it went down. So I had all the information. And I think there's a sadness underneath it all. Um, obviously, there's a sadness when your career ends, but a sadness that uh, things went down the way they went down um, for a team that they cared about and loved and put their bodies on the line for for so many years. So to get Randall back is really special. Um, it's something that uh, that I talked about back in February, wanting to to bring in a true slot receiver. I thought that would uh, make our offense more dynamic, and I think Randall's a dy- dynamic player. He has been when he's been healthy. All right, so there's uh, him talking about wanting Randall Cobb and very happy that he's getting his way, uh, and they're they're listening to him. Uh, he went on to talk more about more say in free agency later in the presser. Uh, I'm not sure, Rob, at this point. Um, I can only say one of the things was to be involved in free agency. Um, because, I mean, just talk to Preston Smith, you know, why he came here and why he actually took a pay cut to resign. You know, he knows that we got an opportunity to win a championship when I'm playing. Um, and it, it's a sentiment that's, that's echoed by other players across the league who hit me up that I'm friends with. They want to come or get traded or, you know, come to Green Bay. They want to be a part of an opportunity to win a championship. Um, and that's why I just wanted to make myself available, you know, to have those conversations, to be maybe something that tips it over the edge if you're trying to sign a specific guy. Um, so that wasn't uh, a part of that wasn't part of Marshville. All right. So uh, there's some of what Aaron Rodgers had to say. Now there's more. I'll bring you more here as as we go along this half hour before we get to uh, Adrian Amos. But I, I have a simple question. Simple question. It's already been tweeted out. You can tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan, or dial it up. How much power would you give Aaron Rodgers if you were the Packers? How much power? They gave him the power to dictate what player he wanted in order to come back in Randall Cobb. So they got that. Um, but but he wants power in personnel. Now he says, well, free agency. Mm. But then he also got off to talking about how all these old guys that they let go that he didn't think should have been let go, that he should have been informed of, Casey Hayward, Micah Hyde, all these different guys that he thinks he should have been involved in. Go through the list. He brought up in the press conference at one point, Jay Kumaro, second best wide receiver in training camp, he said. 
And they let him go without even talking to me. So he says free agency, but that's not, as he talks, he wants saying everything. Everything. Last question of the entire press conference, Chris Roth asked him, like, you know, every time something happens now, uh, everybody's going to wonder how much of an influence you had on it. Oh, no, no, I'm not going to have any influence on any of it. You just talked for 30 minutes about how you didn't like Kumro getting cut. You didn't like all these other guys being let go and not re-signed. That's what you talked about. And then you brought up, and I'd like to go get some other guys to bring in. So you talked about adding guys in free agency. You talked about making sure your guys get to stay and play in Green Bay. And you talked about personnel decisions on who gets cut and who doesn't get cut in training camp. But then you say, oh, I, I'm not going to be involved. No. To me, it sounds like the man wants to be the general manager. That To me, that's what it sounds like. This, this dude is like, I want to say in all of it. I'll I'll decide what we do here. I know how this all can work. Again, the press conference is like half hour long. He's talking about, oh, Julius Peppers, they could have had him for one for three million. Charles Woods would have taken a pay cut to come back. Talk to all these guys. He had it all figured out. The problem is this, okay? It's easy for you as a fan and for me as a fan who don't know anything about the salary cap, right? So we're not an expert like Hank Ingalls is who comes on all the shows on the station. He is an expert on the salary cap. Us, not a chance. Okay. So we don't necessarily know the ins and the outs of the of the salary cap and all this other stuff. And my guess is he don't either. So you can say, I want all these guys, but realistically, could you even have had those guys, even if you did want those guys? And then what do you sacrifice and who do you give up in order to have those guys? Who are you kicking the curb and going, well, we didn't need that guy. And their salaries are the same. So we'll get rid of this guy in order to get this guy. Well, now you've got this guy long-term, so now are you able to sign that guy? And then if you sign that guy, how does that affect this guy? See, it's real easy for what we do for a living, Sports Talk Radio, to say who we want, what we want them to do, and all that. It's not our it's not our butts on the line if it goes haywire, right? Not at all. Oh, guess we were wrong. We don't get fired for it, though. It's easy for Aaron Rodgers to say, oh, I want these 10 or 12 guys. Oh, I want you to trade for this guy. Oh, I want you to do this. And if it doesn't work, he ain't going to get cut. He ain't going to get traded. It'll be the general manager that's going to get let go if this thing goes south because he's listening to 12. In this situation here, as much as Rodgers says, hey, you know, people want to come play with me. I agree. Gary Ellerson and myself, we've been talking about this for years. Like, how is it Brady can get dudes to come play in one-year deals and the Packers can't get anybody to come play with Aaron Rodgers? Like, how is that even a thing? Well, today Rodgers said it could be a thing, but nobody listens to me. Now, true, not, don't know. But that's kind of where it is. So if you're the Green Bay Packers, how much power would you give Aaron Rodgers? How much power? If you were the Packers, how much power would you give him? Because he wants it. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 12:50 a.m. The fan, Irv, South Side of Milwaukee. You're first up on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Irv? Hey, Sparky. You damn right. He, uh, well, I must say, damn right. He should be sitting at the table. Not saying that he's getting all the power, but he, you hit it on the head. Brady has is sitting at these tables um, having these discussions, and he's talking to these players, and they know he's selling them. Hey, you take a little bit of money. Uh, we're going to win the championship. And I think, like Roger said, he, you know, he plays with these, he trains with these guys on all season. He knows what the chemistry he has with some of these players. 
So why not, you know, sit him down at the table? And, but at the same time, what sacrifice is he willing to make as far as his salary to bring those in? So, he, I mean, he really didn't hit on that part that, hey, you know, I was willing to take a pay cut. I was willing to take less money to bring these players in. And who knows, he probably was, but he knew he was getting that resistance on the other side that, you know, we ain't living listening to you. So he might as well get his money. But I think the man wants to win, and I think he would make those concessions to bring certain players in or to keep certain players in. And he don't strike me as uh, a person not willing to make those concessions to win, you know. In so all I, these I years, <laughs> in all these years he started, he has never, ever done anything remotely close to what Brady was doing over in New England salary-wise. Never at any point. Yeah, but he, Brady, he, he was freely, at the table, Brady was freely. Brady was freely telling the these guys, "Hey, man, I'll take less. And that means you get me better. If you get me some more players, I'm good." That was yeah, Brady coming to them with that. That wasn't Rogers. Doesn't do that crap. You would do that if you know somebody's listening. Oh, you think if Bill you know, Belichick he, was listening to Brady? Yes, he was. No chance. No, absolutely no chance. Go back and look at the who he had. He had. If you match up Brady's receivers to Rodgers' receivers in their careers, Rodgers' receivers outdo them by a mile. No chance. Gronkowski was a draft pick, and Aaron Hernandez, who ended up being a murderer or whatever else, those were both draft picks. Those were not free agents. He got Corey Dillon in free agency at the end, and he got Randy Moss, which was great. The Randy Moss deal was huge, and they traded for Moss, those two. Move on from there. What else did they do? They didn't. Brady didn't get a lot of... That's the one thing that I think, and I don't like Brady, but that's the one thing that separates him from a Joe Montana is he had way less to work with than Rodgers, than Montana, than some of these other guys. Thanks for the call. No chance. Belichick did what Belichick wanted to do, and that's part of the reason why Brady said to heck with it. And again, according to the reports, allegedly he went above Belichick to Kraft to get Garoppolo traded. Because he didn't want to look at Garoppolo. Sound familiar? And now here we sit with Rodgers. Regardless if he says it or not, he don't want to look at Jordan Love. And that's why in his mind, as he said at the press conference, he was expecting a contract extension. Three years left on the deal, he thought they were going to come to him after the season and said, hey, you went, got another conference championship game. Yeah, you lost another one. But you had an MVP year, best year of your career. Aaron, you know, we were wrong. Let's add two more years on your deal. Give it a five-year deal. We'll be all good. They do that, then in his mind, it's, okay, it's not about Jordan Love. It's about me stuff. All right, good. I'm good. All of this never happens. All of this never, ever happens. This I want control and all that other stuff, none of it happens. None of it. None of it ever comes up. He doesn't say boo. He might feel it. He may talk about it privately, but it's never public. It's never a drama. But because they didn't give him the extension, and he still felt like they weren't all into him going forward for the rest of his career, he said, to hell with you, I'm done. I mean, it's it's quite simple to me. I mean, you will listen back to that press for two, three, four, five times. That's what this all comes down to. It all comes down to his feelings being hurt that they weren't investing in his future. He referred to himself as a lame duck. Not a lame duck. A lame duck is Boonholzer going into the last year of his deal. That's a lame duck. A quarterback with three years left on his contract is not a lame duck. In his mind, he's a lame duck because Jordan Love, he believes, will replace him at quarterback. And he doesn't want to look at his replacement at quarterback anymore. As I've said before, and I'll say it again, I believe if they win the Super Bowl, this is going to play out very possibly is going to be, he wants, I'll give you two more years on my deal, give you a three years, and I want you to move the quarterback so I don't have to look at him anymore. Nothing personal. Jordan Love, nice kid, all that. But I want to know that I'm the guy, not him. 
And if they come off and they win a Super Bowl, I don't see how Goody can say no. Because they're going to look horrible if they trade Aaron Rodgers after winning a Super Bowl. Horrible. Michael Northside, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. Hey, Spark, how you doing? Good. All right. I listened to Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. And I'm a Packer fan from a long time ago. But these guys, both of these guys talk like like they won seven rings. Right. And instead of instead of uh, Brady. Right. They sound like they sound like they're in it sound like an insult to all the other wide receivers in the league, to all the other quarterbacks in the league, or uh, people all across the league, they just want to come to Green Bay so they could have a chance to win because of you, Aaron. But you never heard of Patrick Mahomes? Pretty you good. Heard of, you never heard of uh some of these other up-and-coming quarterbacks out there? No, they don't want to go there. All the free agents want to come and play with you, Aaron. And none of them. And, I man, I was an Aaron Rodgers fan. I loved that guy even in college when he was a cow. But then when he started pouting and he started complaining and everything's McCarthy's fault to get rid of McCarthy. Now everything's somebody else's fault and, and, and they just keep bending to him and bending to him. And for some reason, I, I take this offensively, and I love Devontae Adams. But for him to say, okay, I've got to get the other receivers ready. Wait a minute. Hold up. The other receivers are not pros. You, you've got to get them ready. There are no receiver coaches. There are no – LaFleur doesn't have to get the receivers ready. Or what are these poor little professional people going to do if you leave? Oh, my God. Or I guess Aaron Rodgers, if you leave, the Green Bay Packers will collapse and cease to exist. Man, man I, I just feel insulted. That's all I got to say, Spark. Well said. Thanks for the call. I, I think there's quite a few people that agree with what you just said. Because that is what it came across like. Like, it's all about us. And without us, y'all suck. Got no chance to do anything without us. You know it. So pay up. In Devontae's case, that is. And I'll give Devontae credit, man. Like Rodgers, he was honest and upfront. They both deserve credit. They both could have not answered anything, sidestepped, spun, got out of the way, dodged questions, and gave us nothing. They both, again, how honest, I don't know, but they both appeared honest uh, in the press conferences. Devontae just straight up said, look, I'm going to be highest paid. I'm not taking a hometown discount for anybody. Not happening. Pay me or I'm out. I don't care if Rodgers is here or not. That's going to happen with Jair Alexander, too. I'm willing to bet you money. Jair Alexander ain't taking the hometown discount either when he comes up to be a free agent. They're going to have to pay him. And as Gudenkun said earlier, to earlier this morning, like 8.30, Bart played and we played it back on the, on the Wendy's Big Show, too. There's going to be pain involved for this franchise moving forward with all this money they keep pushing out to try to keep going forward here. And eventually, you know, all these receipts are going to come due, and then they're, it's, it's not going to be pretty, maybe, in Green Bay for a while. But again, they're they're trying to go for it. They're trying to win Super Bowls. That's, that's what this is all about. Trying to win a ring before the Aaron Rodgers era is over here, or a second ring. That, that's what is trying to be accomplished. Whether Aaron Rodgers believes that or not, that is what is trying to be accomplished at this point. See Sparky Five for Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan come back, take more of your calls. How much power do you think the Packers should give Aaron Rodgers? Seems like he wants a lot. How much are you willing to give up if you're the Packers? 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. It's 
decisions like that that have happened over and over and over again that make me realize that the organization looks at me and my job is just to play. In my opinion, based on what I've accomplished in this league, uh, the way I care about my teammates, the way I show up in the locker room, the way I lead, the way I conduct myself in the community, it should tie myself to a little bit more input. The rules, you know, are the same for most people, but every now and then there's some outliers, you know, guys who've been in organization for 17 years and won a few MVPs where they can be in conversations at a different higher level. Um, I'm not asking for anything that other other great quarterbacks across uh, across the last few decades have not gotten, you know, the opportunity to just be in conversation, you know, so if you're going to, you're going to cut a guy who based on a meritocracy was our second best receiver in training camp last year for the majority of camp, maybe run it by me, see what I feel. I might be able to change your mind, but at least to be in a conversation makes you feel like you're important, you're respected. And that's what I tried to convey in February and for the first couple months. But no, it hasn't been that. That's just the way they do it. You know, I don't necessarily agree with it, but objectively there's been a lot of success here over the last 30 years. Um, I just wanted to be a little bit more involved. Uh, and I understand that uh, that's not uh, the way it went. This is amazing. It really is. He was talking about Jake Kumaro, by the way, second best wide receiver. How's Jake Kumaro's career went since, by the way. But, but again, he keeps saying, I just want to be a little bit more involved. He named off earlier like 10 guys that he wanted input on whether or not they should have been replaced or come back. He listed off contract numbers of deals that they would have played for. Uh, you know, had they come to him, he could have helped them out get those guys. He listed, well, he didn't list player names, but guys that want to come play here, want to be traded here to come play with the great Aaron Rodgers. He went through that. But he wants a little bit. A little bit of input. Matt LaFleur, that got brought up. Oh, I, I had nothing to do with Matt LaFleur. I, I didn't have anything to do with him. I talked to him after the fact. And he wants, say, in things that involve him, which means without him saying it, that means he probably wanted saying the head coach too. That would be my guess. Like, hey, man, here you go. Why don't you talk to this dude? Now, in fairness, we go to the NBA style, and this is where I want think these NFL guys want this to go. They want to go the NBA route where these players have more say. LeBron pretty much runs his organization wherever he tends to be. Giannis, I don't know how much input he has, but we do know this. Prior to hiring Budenholzer, even though that was pretty much a done deal, they took Fagan and Horst, took Budenholzer, and had him have breakfast with Middleton and Giannis to make sure all was good. You remember that? That was part of that process. Make sure we're all good. Our two best players are good with the guy we're about to hire. Make sure there's no personality conflicts, any issues there. So they did do that in Milwaukee. But again, that is not what they do. In Green Bay, Wisconsin. Well, it's at least that's not how it used to go. The times are changing. They are changing. Mike, the painter, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Sparky. You know, everybody's going to interpret what they say differently. Everybody does. Everybody has their own opinion. Sure. I think he does deserve a little bit more input. How he much? That's the question. For- how much power do you give him? I, I I give him as as much as you're willing to give him. If it's so, let him let him let him have. Him, hold on, let me ask you. So, would you let him have say in the draft picks? 
No, I don't. I, I ask them for input. What do you think we need on our team? Do you think this? No, guy no, no, is no. Good I'm not enough? saying that. I'm saying literally sitting down. Hey, Aaron, here no. are the four players we're considering. Who do you like? No. You don't do that. So you're not going to go that no. far. I I'd use them as recruiting for free agencies. Okay. Hey, who do you, you get? And you got the ears out there. Who do you think will come here? Okay. Yeah. Before yeah. you make training camp cuts, now you're coming down the last three, four players that are going to get cut. Do you go to Aaron and go? Do you have a problem with us cutting any of these guys? Hey, are you going to restructure your deal to, so we can keep this guy or that guy? Because Kumaro, there was no restructure either. They weren't paying Kumaro any money. But they well, moved I, on from Kumaro without talking to him first, and he was mad and still holding a grudge about it. Yeah, well, maybe he liked Kumaro that much. I, I didn't mind Kumaro. <laughs> no, none of us would have. But this dude oh. loves him. And again, not moving on from it, still talking about it. Yeah, it, it gets at you, you know, and he's been there for 16 years. You know, and I think he deserves a little bit more. You know, he's done a lot for this franchise. Sure, we haven't had the rings, and it ain't all on him. It ain't all on. That's a question, player. Mike. That's the question I'd like somebody to ask him at some point. Not in yeah. not today in the press conference, but like right. in a radio interview or a TV interview. Somebody should ask him. Hey, man, you know you've been in a lot of conference championship games. You've only won one and gotten to one Super Bowl. How much blame do you think lies on your shoulders for not getting to to more Super Bowls and winning more conference yeah, championship games? Yeah, I'd love to. He- I'd love to hear how he'd answer that. Yep, that'd be a great one to hear. Because the right answer would be, well, everybody a says it, it comes and ends with the quarterback, so it's on my shoulders. Yeah. I'm I'm supposed to help outscore the other team, and I didn't do my job, so it's on me. That's how he should answer it. Now, how right. he would answer it, I have absolutely no clue whatsoever. Mike, thanks for the call, buddy. Have a good day. And there he is, Mike the painter. That's serious. I I'd love to hear that question. I'd love to hear how he'd answer it. Yeah, we haven't been good in conference championship games. Yeah, we've lost them. Yeah, the other quarterback does have higher quarterback ratings than me in those games. Yeah, that's that's all true. I have to start playing better in these games. I have to be the guy in big situations. And I haven't been, and that's on me. Now that, again, that would be the leader answer, the, the guy that's supposed to be the best player, the MVP. That's how you do it. That's how Giannis would do it. He's not Giannis. But Rodgers... You know, what would he say? Don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever even asked him that question. Nate, north side of Milwaukee, you're next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. We're going to hear from Adrian Amos coming up in the next segment. What's up, Nate? What's up, Sparky? Um, this is not the team that I grew up watching, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know what this is. I mean, I love the Packers and all, but I don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm watching now. This is, this is, this is a personality, personality contest. And it's just it's just it's just ridiculous at this point. Um, I, I and then um, did you hear um, him say something about uh, in the press conference? Um, it comes down to uh, what might uh, like something about his job on the field. Um, he still hasn't got over that uh, that that call in the NFC Championship. Correct. And see, this is the scary part, Nate. Right. And Leroy and I talked about this off the air. The The scary part is this. So now, how how far is he going to push the envelope here, right? So now, when there's a situation where Lafleur wants to go for, a, go for a field goal or something like that, is it going to be handout? Nope, we're going for it. Go back. And he's going to take the reins and do what he wants? Now, how often is he literally going to do what he wants versus what Lafleur wants? Like You've given him... You've given him so much leeway and bent so much with this dude. And I was joking earlier, but 
it's true. Like, if I'm MVS and I drop a ball in training camp practice, I'm like, hey, man, don't cut me. Don't cut me. Don't cut me, GM Aaron. Don't cut me. Like, I would harass the you-know-what out of this dude if I was if I played with him going forward. I would completely, completely harass this dude because now he could really get out of line and then at the end of the year go, yeah, I don't want to be here anymore. I didn't have enough say. And, and be gone. And, um, and and this is the this is the and this this is why I think um, this is why my opinion of Aaron Rodgers has changed drastically. That's not only a that's not only a slap in the face to um, us because this is a new season and we expect you to come in here and be ready and all into this season and expect you to come. But that's a slap in the face to your coach. He's he's all. Understandably, I don't. I don't have a problem with it with the call. I mean, I did have a problem with it at first, but in hindsight, as as looking over the the whole situation, I understand it. But, dude, that's last season. He Malafour publicly came out and said, "It's my fault. I should have checked with him. I should have let him know the situation." He he did everything. Uh, did everything he was supposed to do. To clarify that, and for you to still keep holding on to that in the matter in the in the in the season that you that people are calling the last dance, even though I, this shouldn't even be called the last dance because he hasn't won anything since 2010. Um, it's just it's 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 really showing his character. Yes, and, um, I, it's just ridiculous to me. And I do believe in a quick quick little thing. Devontae Adams should be the highest paid wide receiver. I, I definitely understand where he's coming from, but Devontae, come on now. You gotta understand your quarterback is your quarterback is not helping you in this situation. So I mean, they're only giving you what they can give you. I mean unless he unless it's like eighteen million or something, but if it's if it's twenty six, like twenty five like, I just don't understand. It. Again, like Leroy, Leroy mentioned on the air the other day. Like, what if it's twenty five million guaranteed? Like, what exactly. if it's like four and a hundred guaranteed? Exactly. And and I just don't I just don't understand it. Like, everybody wants to be the be the next pay, but like, you want to keep this team together. You want to win championships. Not everybody can be. Some sometimes you have to you have to push money down the line. That's why. Forever and forever and forever, Donald Driver will be my favorite player. He he did what he had to do. Donald Driver could have went places and made millions, but he chose to stay with the Packers, take a little bit of money off every now and then, and win. All right, Nate, thanks for the call, buddy. I appreciate it. Let's roll on to Mike on the south side. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. How much power uh, should the Packers give Aaron Rodgers? Sparky, I heard about your uh... – Championship for your kid. Oh right. yes, thank you. Yeah, they went out yeah, at I wasn't uh, Bigfoot. Able to get out the other day. Yeah, they went out at Bigfoot, the uh, fourteen U white team for Prospect uh, Training Academy. Yeah, it was. Was that it during was, the day? No, it was. Uh, no, I, no, the game ended at like ten o'clock at night Sunday night. Oh, that's good because it wasn't that hot. Correct. Now, exactly. I, I, you know me. I, I have no idea what you do with him, but I'm going to use Giannis as an example. I know exactly what's going to happen. I'm going to be quick because I know you're up against it. Uh, they're going to want to sign Bobby Portis. And they're going to say, you know, we really don't have the money because of the cap. And there's a cap, right? Yep. If they say, Giannis, can you 
float some of your money down the road, he'll be like, no problem. Has, has uh, Rogers ever been asked that question? Yeah, I, no, I don't. I don't remember this ever coming up. He's and restructured his contract. Be- he's restructured his contract before. Uh, that I do know. Uh, and you know, to, to get paid longer down the line to move money on a given year or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah, but his contract again. When you look at his his cap numbers, he's usually right normally around the top. And real quick, a, a good example is the Patriots when he got what seven rings. I think he's got seven. Yep. You know. Uh, we're signing this UPS driver that delivered a package. He's going to be your next wide receiver. But we need a couple of mil. No problem. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. All right, I'll take let you care. Go. Yep. Uh, Jake Krumer works for UPS now? I didn't know that. Uh, so, look, we're all going to have our opinions on this Aaron Rodgers thing, right? And over the next couple of days, we're going to talk about it more on all the shows on the station. But I think all of us probably can agree on this. Nobody thought he would be that open in that press conference. Nobody thought he'd literally go step by step and explain everything that happened going back to February as far as how this whole thing played out. Packers didn't do that. Goody, Murphy, LaFleur, none of them. Nope. None of them went step by step like that. That dude went step-by-step step and told the whole thing. Now, maybe that was an agreement between everybody in the organization and, and Rodgers that he was going to be the one to tell the story and not them. Maybe. Maybe that was part of it behind the scenes uh, to make Rodgers happy that he got to tell his side. Will the organization rebut and say how they perceive how this whole thing went? I doubt it. Because they don't want to irritate him, clearly. That's why they traded for Randall Cobb. Or they're going to trade for Randall Cobb. That deal still is not officially done to the best of my knowledge. Todd in Dubuque, Iowa. You are next uh, here on Sparky's Midday Madness, listening on the Odyssey app. What's up, Todd? Hello, Sparky. Hello. Um, I just think that you get get his input, but I don't think you have to do anything on his input. You're not obligated. I do. You know, if you want to come to the table, have some ideas, listen to them. If they work, they work. They don't, they don't. And, uh, you know, if he knows a player, a free, free agent that they're interested in, he helped bring him in. But uh, my other thing is when he was there in February and he said that uh, that he wanted more, told me he wanted more, you know, input, you say, okay, here's a schedule. We're going to be in the off season. come to Green Bay, can come to our meetings. And I think he'd back off that pretty quick because he likes his off season. Well, he'd like know? to do a Zoom from Hawaii if he could. <laughs> so from the you beach. say, okay, come to Green Bay. We've got some meetings. Come meet with some scouts. Come, free agents are going to be in. They're in free agency. You can stay in Green Bay for two, three weeks. I think he'd back off that pretty fast. It's interesting. I, I had not thought about that, but I wonder what he would say to that. I, if I know Rogers, he would say, "No problem. I'll be on. I'll be there." Because he wants really to have. So? Yeah, I do. Because he wants the power and the control. Yes, for sure. No question, Todd. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening in beautiful Dubuque, Iowa. This segment brought to you by Jim Danny, South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Enjoy their delicious fish fry every Friday, plus $2.50 tacos on Tuesday. And check this out, Wednesdays, that's today, $17 prime rib dinner tonight 
at Jim Danny's. Check them out, jimdannysgrill.com. Again, if you haven't been there in a while, new ownership. They redid the entire inside, redid the menu, whole deal. It's awesome. Check them out, jimdandysgrill.com. Coming up next, we'll hear from Adrian Amos, Packers safety. He had some interesting things to say about everything uh, going on today, including uh, the program put in place by the NFL for players that are vaccinated and not vaccinated concerning uh, COVID-19. We'll hear from him straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness. Live from the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education for more than 25 years, lakeland.edu. Don't forget about my guys over at Young Express, coming we talk about so much, continuing to grow. Would you like to be a part of a Christian-based, family-run company? What a company that's been in business for over 30 years. Well, you're in luck. Young Express, the company we talk about so much, is growing. They're currently looking to add company straight truck drivers. You've heard me talk about what a great company this is to work for. Now go and apply online. This is what you need. Minimum one-year continuous straight truck driving experience. Familiarity with DOT regulations. Clean background and driving record. What you can expect at Young Express if they were to bring you on and hire you, 40 to 50 hours per week. Uh, 40 to 55 hours per week, Monday through Friday. So you get weekends off. That's cool. 99% no-touch freight. Very good. All doc-to-doc, no home deliveries. Let me say it again. No home deliveries. Health insurance, 401k with company match and profit sharing. A profit sharing company would be cool. No truck jumping. Get a new truck every four years. That's nice. Personal days and vacation days. Apply for the position at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. I told you before the break, we're going to have a chance here to uh, hear from Adrian Amos uh, and what he said earlier, all the focus obviously is going to be on Devontae and Aaron Rodgers and what they said, but uh, interesting comments by Adrian Amos as well. Don't forget Tim Allen uh, coming up for Rami Makhlouf uh, here in about 15 minutes or so. Looking forward to hearing the franchise filling in for Rami and then Rami is back tomorrow, uh, back on his show again as his extended weekend ends uh, after today. All right, there he is, Adrian Amos. That's some of what he had to say earlier today. He talked after Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. The franchise, Tim Allen, comes up next, coming up at the top of the hour. Before we get to him, we'll talk to him and see what's coming up on the Rami Show today at 3. That's all straight ahead here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, our guy, the franchise, Tim Allen. You know him after each and every Brewers game. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. A lot of winning postgame shows this year, including last night. 9-0 win over the Pirates. They get back at it tonight for game two. But between now and then, Tim, you will be busy doing Rami's show starting at three. Yeah, big time. Uh, we're going to talk some Brewers baseball trade deadline for sure. Well, we have to get uh, back into this Rodgers and Gutekunst, uh, I don't know, mending of the fence maybe? Maybe there's an agreement there? And we also, Sparky, have to get back to, uh, I, I consider myself a reasonable man, and so if there's something I'm missing, I'm open to it. I, uh, I will take and, and accept all angles, but, man, the turning on Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I, mean, I just... I uh, it's it's a tough pill for me to swallow on that one. It really is. And what Goody said today, what Rogers said today, Goody didn't we'll, say we'll anything. Put him, well, well, he did in terms of he's earned the right to have the communication and, and conversation. Yeah, by threatening not to play. That's how he earned the well, right. Uh, he's earned the right by uh, being an MVP and but being Tim, one of the best quarterbacks here, of all time. Okay, fine. We don't have time. But th- this is my this is my thing to you, right? If all of this was an issue, he was naming dudes that played years ago. If all of this was an issue, then why'd you sign your extension? 
Then why didn't you bring all of this up? Money. I want to be at the table before I sign my extension. Bring all this up. Have it written in as part of the deal. Hey, I get saying all this. Nothing comes up. And you know what? It never would have come up had they offered him the extension to shut down Jordan Love ever being the starting quarterback for the Packers in February. This still doesn't come up. This still is all behind the scenes. It's still not an issue. But they hurt his feelings when they didn't want to give him the extension and he realized then for sure Jordan Love was the guy, got his feelings hurt, and then it became personal. That's now, it. He knew it was this five-year deal he signed in 2018. He knew it was really only valid for three years. Well, you so would, that's yeah. kind of where we're at here. So that'll be fun. You got Bruce Levine, I heard, coming up. Bruce Levine, longtime uh, baseball beat reporter in Chicago, will join us. And the Cubs ready for the, to continue that fire sale, I would think. And uh, are the Brewers involved in a bigger name? We'll find out. I hope so. The Giants are on everybody. I literally asked Plucker, and I'm breaking. I'm like, how deep is the Giants' farm system? They're in on like everybody at this point. Everybody, <laughs> just... like Bryant, they're in on that. They're in on Scherzer. They're in on who was the other clown I saw him in on? I don't know. There's another Story, guy. That, oh, maybe. Story. Yes, Trevor Story. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. They're in on him. It's like my God. And the Brewers, I don't know. I don't see him anywhere. I so, got a feeling. I got a I know. feeling there's I heard something you. coming. 48 I heard you. hours. I heard you on Bart's show saying you think it's going to be a big name. I hope you're right. I, I tend In to about be. two two minutes, we are exactly 48 hours. Exactly 48 hours to the trade deadline. Oh, please do something. And please make it something good. Please don't tell me, oh, yeah, I'll catch lightning about don't a little. Don't waste work. this pitching. Don't waste this pitching. Yep. You got a chance for a deep run. I agree. If not bigger things. Totally agree. Tim Allen comes up next with the Rami Show. Don't go anywhere. Toodles. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 